O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let the round world with songs rejoice. Let heaven return the joyful voice. O mindful of the apostles' fame, let heaven and earth their praise proclaim. Ye servants who once bore the light of gospel truth or heathen night, still may your work that light impart to glad our eyes and cheer our heart. O God, by whom to them was given the key that shuts and opens heaven, our chains unbind, our loss repair, and grant us grace to enter there. For at thy will they preached the word, which cured disease, which health conferred. O may that healing power once more our souls to grace and health restore, that when thy Son again shall come and speak the world's unerring doom, he may with them pronounce us blessed and place us in thy endless rest. To thee, O Father, Son to thee, to thee, blessed Spirit, glory be. So was it a for ages past, so shall through endless ages last. Amen. O Lord, thy word endureth forever. It standeth fast in heaven. Thy faithfulness abideth from one generation to another. Thou hast laid the foundation of the earth, and it remaineth. Surely thine ordinances stand firm this day, for all things are thy servants. If my delight had not been in thy law, I should have perished in my affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for by them thou hast given me life. I am thine, O save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The ungodly lay wait for me to destroy me, but I will think upon thy testimonies. I see that all things come to an end, but thy commandment hath no bounds. Lord, what love have I unto thy law! All the day long is my study in it. Thou through thy commandment hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for it abideth with me forever. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my study. I am wiser than the aged because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I may keep thy word. I have not turned aside from thy judgments, for thou thyself hast taught me. O oh, how sweet are thy words unto my tongue! 
yea, sweeter than honey unto my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate all lying ways. Thy word is a lantern unto my feet, and a light unto my path. I have sworn and am steadfastly purposed to keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted above measure. Give me life, O Lord, according to thy word. Let the freewill offerings of my mouth please thee, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My life is always in in my hand. Yet I do not forget thy law. The ungodly have laid a snare for me, but yet I swerve not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies are mine heritage forever. They are the very joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill thy statutes, and therein is everlasting reward. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirty-ninth chapter of the book Ecclesiasticus. On the other hand, he who devotes himself to the study of the law of the Most High will seek out the wisdom of all the ancients, and will be concerned with prophecies. He will preserve the discourse of notable men and penetrate the subtleties of parables. He will seek out the hidden meanings of proverbs and be at home with the obscurities of parables. He will serve among great men and appear before rulers. He will travel through the lands of foreign nations, for he tests the good and the evil among men. He will set his heart to rise early to seek the Lord who made him, and will make supplication before the Most High. He will open his mouth in prayer, and make supplication for his sins. If the great Lord is willing, he will be filled with the spirit of understanding. He will pour forth words of wisdom and give thanks to the Lord in prayer. He will direct his counsel and knowledge aright and meditate on his secrets. He will reveal instruction in his teaching, and will glory in the law of the Lord's covenant. Many will praise his understanding, and it will never be blotted out. His memory will not disappear, and his name will live through all generations. Nations will declare his wisdom, and the congregation will proclaim his praise. Here endeth the first lesson. O blessed Apostle Paul, herald of the truth and teacher of the Gentiles, intercede for us unto the God who chose thee. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name." and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. 
He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O blessed Apostle Paul, herald of the truth and teacher of the Gentiles, intercede for us unto the God who chose thee. Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he journeyed, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed about him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, Why do you persecute me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand, and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Here am I, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold, he is praying, and he has seen a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to thy saints at Jerusalem, and here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call upon thy name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized and took food and was strengthened. For several days he was with the disciples at Damascus, and in the synagogues immediately he proclaimed Jesus, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, 
Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called on his name? And he has come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests. But Saul increased all the more in strength, and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead." I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us but only Thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who by the preaching of Thine Apostle Paul has caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world, grant we beseech Thee that we, having His wonderful conversion in remembrance, may show forth our thankfulness unto Thee for the same, by following the holy doctrine which He taught. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with Thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts 
may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul, eight days after the feast of the confession of St. Peter. The time between these two feasts makes up the octave of prayer for Christian unity, where we pray, as our Lord prayed, that we all may be one. Today's feast is shocking in its detail, where Saul of Tarsus, the chief persecutor of the church, is blinded by a vision of the risen Lord. We cannot underestimate how scandalous this was to have Saul, who was trying to retrieve men and women who, were, who belonged to the way, followers of Jesus, to have them arrested, imprisoned. We cannot forget that Saul was the one who was responsible for the death of Stephen, the first to die because of his faith in the Lord Jesus. And yet this is the instrument, the one who invoked so much terror in the hearts of all who believed in Jesus. He is the instrument, as our Lord says, to carry Jesus' name before the Gentiles and the kings and the sons of Israel. Of note, pay attention that when Saul is blinded by the vision of the risen Lord, it took the community to bring him to the fullness of faith. Ananias was required to lay hands upon him, to baptize him, to nurture him, to shepherd him to the fullness of faith. Even if we have a profound epiphany, a revelation of the Lord, if we have a spiritual awakening, it is not complete apart from the community. Saul, as learned as he was, as he identifies himself as being a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee of Pharisee, a Pharisees of, of ultimate and um, uh, learning, he still required the wisdom and the pastoral care of Ananias. From the rule of St. Benedict, we begin chapter 7 of Humility. Holy Scripture crieth out to us, brethren, saying, Everyone that exalteth himself shall be humbled, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. When it so speaks, it teaches us that all exaltation is a kind of pride, which the prophet shows that he shunned in the words, Lord, my heart is not exalted, nor mine eyes lifted up, neither have I dwelt on high things, nor on marvels that are beyond my reach. And why? If I was not humbly minded, but exalted my soul with pride, as a child that is weaned from his mother, so wilt thou requite my soul. Lord Jesus Christ, who has built thy church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, 
mercifully grant that building upon thee the chief cornerstone with beauty and substance, we may raise at St. Timothy's a faithful people and a holy temple to thy glory. May we in generations yet to come learn to praise thee more and more in spirit and in truth. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the souls of all the faithful, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen.